0: This is the Vegetarian Zen podcast, episode number two eighty-eight. Hey there, Veg Zeners! Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier, plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki, and this is Larissa. Tis the season for baking. Many You're people to sing that,
1: aren't you? <laughs> aren't you supposed
0: to sing uh, is there a song
1: that? like that? Or Tis the season for vegan baking. Fala la 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 Okay, anyways.
0: <laughs> um, many folks love to bake warm, yummy goodies in the colder winter months. So we thought this would be a perfect time. And, and right now, as, as this is being released, it is just a couple days before Christmas for those who celebrate Christmas so we thought it would be a good time to share some awesome vegan baking tips provided by us and our peas and carrots <laughs> what up guys <laughs> our closed Facebook group the peas and carrots at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarians in.
1: and just to let you know it's not cold here um,
0: yeah, not not today. It's hmm. not. It's gotten a little chilly a little over here. days. You know, we're in South Texas, so <laughs> it's all relative. So I'm not even going to tell you people that are living north that it's cold here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit further south than us. There's not too many people further south than us. Uh, At least in the least United not States. The anyways. States, yeah, yeah <laughs> not in the United States. But um, anyways, it might be a little... A little it, they're about the same we are, I guess. Yeah. Pretty, pretty warm. Okay, so... Uh, before we get into our main topic, we do have a new rating.
1: Yes, we do, and this one is from Kelly McKillop in the U.S. What and up, Kelly. Hey, Kelly. So, the, and this is a this is a long title. You know, usually the the reviews will have a title, and I read that first. So, the title of this review is "My Favorite for Less Stress, Great Friends, and Plant Based Eating Discussions." Awesome. It's awesome, and it's like it covers everything. Yes. So Kelly says. I've been a listener for a long time and this podcast is my go-to for when I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed. Larissa and Vicky make me feel like I'm visiting with friends. With all the stress in the world, their easygoing, zen-like approach to their discussions are just what I need. They are friendly, non-judgmental, and funny. I love their relationship with each other and the advice they give. I have been vegetarian for about 15 years and dairy-free for two years, and I learned so much from their episodes. Thank you for giving me a peaceful place. Kelly. P.S. This is my first review of any podcast ever. That's awesome. Thank Thank you you so much for for doing that. Yes, Yes, we really appreciate it. Okay. This week,
0: uh, the podcast is brought to you by Old San Antonio Trading Post. If you're not familiar with Old San Antonio Trading Post it's that is us. our <laughs> that is our e-commerce store and we offer a wide variety of vintage items books vinyl clothing bags kitchen toys games housewares you name it we probably provide it the only thing we really haven't gotten into yet is furniture because we would just no. do that on a local level and yeah. we don't really have the room to do that but we probably will eventually ship in a sofa yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> the brands that we often carry are pyrex indiana glass disney parker brothers and more we love games we those have been selling pretty good right now our store has been hopping mm-hmm. uh, right now which is great during the uh, holiday season. And we also love to take requests. So if you're looking for something special, Larissa and I go to quite a few estate sales and some garage sales, mainly estate sales though. So we this is where we find a lot of the vintage items. And uh, this is, so we're happy to look for things. We have a little list that we often refer to when we're looking for something in one of these estate sales. Right. We are on eBay, Etsy, Macari, and Poshmark. And we will have links to our store that we often get questions about where, where, how do I get to where you are? We will have the links in the show notes. And today we also wanted to talk about a specific item because of the topic that we are carrying in our store right now.
1: Right. So, uh, Vicki had asked me to pull a product from our, one of our, our items and, for this episode. And I was so excited that this is the episode because I've got the perfect, perfect thing. Uh, so a while back we were at an estate sale and I, you know, I love going, I had, I think I head to the kitchen first. Usually you head to the, wherever the books are. Yes. And I head to the <laughs> kitchen first. And, uh, a lot of times you'll find cookie cutters. And I found a um, a lot, a bag of the vintage, the old aluminum cookie cutters. Now These are the ones, and I have some that were my mom's and my grandma's, but these are the ones that are that thin aluminum and they have like the little loop handle at the top. Uh, and so I've combined the ones from that I found there with uh, a couple of uh, steel of the old steel cutters and then two I threw in two red plastic ones they're not you know they're not super old but they go with a lot so this is a lot of nine so it's seven uh seven metal and two plastic five aluminum uh of the metal and two steel and they're most of them are uh Christmas or holiday shapes so there's an angel there's a Santa there's a reindeer a horse and a heart of the aluminum. And then the steel cutters, there's an angel and a Christmas tree. And then the plastic ones, there's a bird and a candy cane. So they're in excellent condition. Um, They've been cleaned and, and, you know, they're ready to go. And do you know how much these are going for? I think I've got them at... $14.49, $16.49 1449 16 1649 for all around of them. yeah
0: around that that price it might change a little bit sometimes we go a little bit lower it just depends on what the what other comparables are going for out there but I would say it's probably about the 1449 range and uh, we will have a link to that particular listing in the show notes and you will also like I said you'll see links to all of our uh, store presence on uh the ebay etsy macari and poshmark platforms
1: 1649 i just looked it up all right (laughs) i
0: I figured you were right uh, about that i hadn't put that in the listing but Mm -hmm. okay yeah, anyways, around that in that range anyways. All right, we're ready to get into the main topic. Yes, let's do it. Okay, so I should say that, that that was our product of the week. We just talked about the cookie cutters because I know some folks are used to hearing us talk about the product of the week. So that's the product of this week. And then the recipe of the week, we're going to do this a little bit different this week because I, a lot of times these episodes will start with a question and then the peas and carrots, what up, and uh, <laughs> where I ask them about... I just ask them a question and then, you know, they start providing tips and comments, which is one of the great things about this group. And what I thought I'd do this time, because there was several really good recipes and I'll talk about a couple of those in a second, but I'm going to add a link, I think, to the actual post. But if you're not a member of the Peas and Carrots yet, you need to request to join to be able to see it. But if you're already a member, you can either go to the show notes or you should be able, because I tested this, you should be able to type in... EP, like for episode 288 altogether, because this is episode 288, and the post should come up. So that's in the the search. In the, in the search. So there's not in the top, because the Facebook has its own, you know, you can the Facebook-wide search. In the group itself, if you're in the peas and carrots, on the left-hand side, at least it's on the left-hand side mm-hmm. for me. I don't know if mobile is different. But on the left-hand side, there should be a search for that particular group. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this either because I belong to multiple groups that if you're looking within the group, let's just say you're part of, a, you know, eBay sellers. Like, we're part of one of those. And we wanted to see if somebody had asked questions about shipping. Mm-hmm. You can just type shipping in that... Mm-hmm specific group search, not the top. where it's going to take search everything for you in Facebook. But within that group, it'll bring up everything related to shipping.
1: Right, yeah, that's a really handy tool. Yeah,
0: so you can do that for anything. So you could do EP288 for this particular post, but let's just say you're looking for tofu. Mm -hmm. You want to see any past. Let's just say you're new to the peas and carrots, and you wanted to look up past posts about, rather than scroll, 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 Mm -hmm. scroll, looking at every post, you want to look at everything related to tofu. Just type tofu in the search, and you should get any posts that have that in it. So, Okay, so let's get into talking about some vegan baking tips. So what we're talking about here, when we talk about vegan baking, because unless you're cooking with, you're baking with meat, uh, you know, like if you're making a meat pie or something Mm -hmm. like that, um, what we're talking about here mainly are going to be the sweet stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, which if the traditional way of cooking a lot of, you know, baking cakes and cookies and such involves eggs, Dairy milk, mm-hmm. and in some cases, honey, right? right Which vegans right. don't consider to be, strict vegans anyways, don't consider. There's, it's one of those things kind of being debated. right? Um, okay, so we want to talk about is specifically, swaps that you can use in recipes to make them
1: vegan. Okay, so then we'll have several different things that we're talking about. So eggs, dairy, and you said honey, right? That's right. Okay, so let's talk about eggs first. And since this is kind of a big one, right? Uh, eggs in uh, recipes and baking recipes are are used usually to either help bind the ingredients together. So like if you're thinking if you've got a bunch of dry stuff, you know, eggs will help bind those together Uh, to also to add moisture and to add lift so to make things lighter. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And luckily, you know, there are many egg free options for vegans now. So many these days, right, right. And so there are the egg replacers that you can buy pre made the pout like the powdered things like uh vegan egg or uh energy or bob's red mill egg replacer Mm -hmm. right but if you don't want to use those you can use there are some options that are simpler and healthier
0: the password today is aquafaba
1: (laughs) oh it sounds even better when you whisper it watch this okay aquafaba (laughs) that's so cool Uh, We love saying that. Okay.
0: (laughs) I'm glad when we talk about aquafaba.
1: Yes, me too. It makes my day. I feel happy now. (laughs) All right. So we've had and we've talked about this on past podcasts. So if if you're not familiar with it, aquafaba is basically the liquid that's left over from when you cook chickpeas. Yeah, many of
0: you have thrown out aquafaba when you're opening up
1: your can of chickpeas. Right, right. So it's and it does. Yeah, if it's in the can, it still counts. Uh, So it's either if you cook them yourself. It's whatever you have left left in the pan after you take them out of the the cooking liquid or if you open a can or a pouch or whatever, it's what the the chickpeas are in. Yeah, and this
0: is a very popular replacement for eggs because it it kind of lends itself well to things like meringue or marshmallows. It's kind of that spongy thing. The real trick to using aquafaba in vegan baking is really knowing how to create the right consistency. So, um, and I would also say... The tips typically include using a hand blender or a um, standing blender of some sort. The mix- the mixer. Yeah, the, I'm sorry, the mixer. Yeah, uh, because that will help whip it up. Because you really have to fit, whip it about ten to fifteen minutes, depending on the consistency.
1: Right, and I don't know if you've ever tried making uh, whipping egg whites by hand, like with a whisk. It's not fun. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's <laughs> well, this is cool. ten minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that's it's it's pay- and
1: that's ten minutes with yeah. a, with a, uh, an electric. Uh, appliance you know Mm -hmm. doing it by hand oh my gosh it's it's painful yeah
0: it's like turning butter so the standard swap measurement and i should add for those who've been following the podcast for a while even if you haven't but you might notice that probably the last couple of months the podcasts have been the show notes have been very much expanded it used to be we just kind of put the intro in there with uh, with the podcast and on our website and now we're adding a lot of text mm-hmm. around the the podcast episode, so you're going to find these measurements in that episode. The stand, the swaps mm-hmm. that we're talking about. So uh, the standard swap measurement for aquafaba is three tablespoons of aquafaba. I'm just going to say that word as much as I want, I know, as, I, as much right? as I can. Three tablespoons <laughs> is equal to one whole egg. Right. But you, know, you want to experiment with this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Depending on the recipe, it might call for a little bit more, a little bit less.
1: Right. And so Peas and Carrots member uh, Tricia Charles said that aquafaba is a great substitute for baking cookies. And I could see that how, you know, because it would uh, retain the it would keep things light you know without using the egg yeah and that's that's a good thing so uh you know and i was i was just thinking every time i see aquafaba now i think of aquafina the not the water the the, <laughs> the comedian actress, the yeah. actress oh i she's love she's one her. of our favorite actresses she, now i just love her i love the commercials they've got running now for the vr stuff with her yeah. and leslie jones two of my favorite people
0: well she was amazing in that uh crazy, crazy rich, rich asians, asians too that was a great yeah. movie
1: uh, but okay so okay so let's move on to flax and she is Seeds. which remind me of nobody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so flax and chia seeds uh, are also good for egg replacers. And you, what what you need to do with those is use the ground. You don't want to use the whole seeds. No. Use the ground <laughs> that flax would not be a good scene. chia seeds <laughs> and then mix it with water. And since flax seeds have kind of a nutty flavor, it's kind of good to use them in recipes where that nutty taste will complement the food, like maybe a, like bread recipes right. or something else like that. Or you could even use them in um, cookies that contain nuts, you know, because you already have kind that. Kind of enhances that.
0: Right. Yeah. Peas and carrots member Angela Schaefer said, Schaefer or Schaefer, sorry if I mispronounced <laughs> that. Uh, Angela, uh, I love ground flax as an egg substitute for heartier baked goods like muffins. I also use it regularly in pancakes and I haven't had the guts to try it in cakes yet.
1: <laughs> I bet you will do great. Do it. Angela. Do it.
0: <laughs> I guess it depends on the cake though too, but it sounds exactly right with in the muffins and then in the pancakes, kind of a little bit of a... Bolder, nuttier taste makes right, sense. Right, right. Okay. So our last. Uh, oh wait, the standard measurement is one tablespoon of ground seed with three tablespoons of water equals one whole egg. Ah, okay. And all I right. think
1: you kind of let that just you know, like stir it up and then let it sit. For yeah, a that's right. To you're absolutely right. But
0: I think you're supposed to let it sit for uh, five minutes okay. or so. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, all right. So then the last few substitutes for eggs are, and this is kind of sound kind of weird, but try it: uh, bananas applesauce, avocados, and yes, peanut butter. <laughs> so would you care to yeah, explain? Yeah, it's sort of, and again,
0: I think it lends itself to what the recipe is. Obviously, banana might be much more, uh, it makes much more sense in pancakes or muffins, something like that. Avocado, we haven't used this in vegan baking. I have used this in a smoothie before. Now, I love avocados, and I swear I can't taste it. <laughs> I can't taste it the same way that the people who don't like avocados say it tastes very earthy and dirt-like dirt. to them. It like tastes Larissa. like dirt. Yeah, I, I I can't taste it in recipes. Uh, But we've never in fairness, we've never baked with it. So I don't know how that would that would come out.
1: But you can use I'm sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say applesauce I have used in baking. Yeah. Uh, And it makes it it works really well. It
0: does. It does. It helps to retain like, for example, with breads and such, it's Mm -hmm. it helps to retain the moisture, which Mm -hmm. is great. Uh, So you can experiment with these and we will have the swaps for that. But just so you know, about a half to a whole, this was kind of, I saw several tips that said a half to a whole ripe banana, I guess, depends on how big the banana is, (laughs) is one egg. A quarter cup of applesauce is one egg and then two tablespoons to a quarter of mashed avocado. quarter cup. A quarter cup, sorry, of a mashed avocado is one egg.
1: Right. Okay.
0: I'm curious to cook with avocado like this.
1: Yeah, well, I'm going to have
0: to do it without telling you. And I'll then,
1: try it for you. Yeah. And, and then I'll be uh, watching you
0: and smiling as you eat the avocado and you have no clue you're eating no, I'll,
1: be flinging, <laughs> I'll be flinging avocado <laughs> baking at you. <laughs> All right. So and then in certain recipes, uh, even peanut butter can be used to substitute mm-hmm. for eggs, particularly if it's been being used as a binder. And I know there's uh, the peanut butter cookies that I like to make are have no eggs they have oh, yeah, yeah remember right, yeah. it's just peanut butter and flour and uh salt and a little bit of baking soda i think and that's it yeah and they are a little thicker but because they're, they're peanut butter and they're cookies they're kind of they they're really like um delicate i mean they crumble at you can look at them and Yeah ballpark. that's what i was
0: going to say they're not very they don't they're not bound very well yeah
1: but on the other hand they do melt in your mouth they do really they're very good. good
0: so again i think it depends on what the recipe is is mm-hmm. an experiment. I mean, it's kind of fun to do that, too. I, I should add that in the show notes, we will have a cheat sheet from skillet.lifehacker.com that's going to help you with some easy egg substitutes.
1: Okay, well, let's move on to oil and butter substitutes. Okay, since vegan baking does not
0: include butter or any sort of animal fats, oil does play an important part in vegan baking recipes. Now, you can you can buy again in this 5 years ago when we became vegetarians, there was a lot less items <laughs> available. Now you can buy vegan margarine right off the shelf and that is a one-to-one ratio typically of you know you're just substituting margarine for butter the issue some people have with the vegan margarine is that it can also contain contain some undesirable ingredients such as trans fats and partially hydrogenated oil yeah just like other margarine right right so you want to kind of be careful with that and some people have an issue with oil overall which is which is okay i mean you can we're going to talk a little bit in a second here we have a barbara Lucente that that provided a a swap for that. But um Sherry Lewis of the Peas and Carrots said coconut oil is awesome and easy. I use it one for one for butter in almost any baking recipe. Use refined if you don't want the coconut flavor to be detectable. Okay. I have a feeling you would still detect would that because detect that's it. something else you don't Oh yeah.
1: Like. <laughs> yeah. All right. I would. <laughs> All right. So uh if you're trying to reduce, or oh no, so a couple of other things you can use, you can use olive oil or veg, other vegetable oils uh, besides coconut. If that's something that you're trying to, if you're okay with using oil, if you're trying to reduce or eliminate oil, you can try replacing the oil or the butter in a recipe again with applesauce. Applesauce works great, you know, for, for, as a replacement for several things. And Danielle Freed, listener, listener zero, zero. <laughs> uh, said that uh, swap applesauce in place of oil in a one-to-one ratio. So if you had like a quarter cup of apples- of oil, it would just be a quarter cup of applesauce, uh, except for anything you want fudgy. So if you want something like brownies be f- or something, right. yeah. yeah, it might not work so well. Okay, and Barbara Lucente said... She has
0: she had a recipe for the best vegan chocolate cake from NoraCooks.com. We will have a link to that. To make this, she said to make this Whole Foods plant-based, I ditch the oil completely and double up on applesauce. It comes out great, the moistest vegan cake I've ever had.
1: Oh, that sounds good.
0: Yeah, it looked good too. There was a picture right. that she included. Okay, what about sweeteners? All right. So in episode two eighty-six of this podcast. Uh, which was titled our Fritos Vegan and other surprisingly vegan and non-vegan foods, we talked a little bit about white sugar. And not just white sugar, there was some brown sugar and also confectioner sugar that had bone char, which is mm-hmm. obviously... What be neither vegans nor vegetarians Mm -hmm. want. So the easiest way
1: processing, right? Yes. So the easiest
0: swap for conventional sugar is organic sugar. And again, in that podcast, we talked about this is that, uh, why organic sugar? Because bone char is not on the national organic programs list of allowed substances up substances. Mm -hmm. So if it says organic, that means it does not contain that. Okay. To be certified. So that's easy, right? Mm -hmm. That's easy to find.
1: All right. In recipes that might, that call for honey, you might consider using uh, vegan honey alternatives. So vegan honey, I guess, uh, such as our favorite one, which is called Bee Free Honey. It's H-O-N-E-E. That and was on Shark Tank, too, I believe. Yes, it was. That's when we was. first heard about it. It was. And it's, that one's it's made from really apples. good. It's made from apples. And, you know, it's so funny. It, the flavor is really good. I mean, and it does have a honey kind of taste, but occasionally you get that little hint of apple, but it's good. It's not like, it doesn't make it bad. It's
0: it's not, and it tastes lighter to me in some ways and in in a good way. Mm -hmm. I mean, in a good way.
1: Right, right. I think it, the the apple just adds a little bit of complexity to it.
0: Yeah, and I can totally see that as a one-to-one swap for honey. That yes. it's, it's thick. It's the same consistency. Uh, also, molasses or maple syrup mm-hmm. you can also use. I would just say just make sure you're thinking about the recipe. It's kind of like an artist, right? Yeah. You want to make sure. You know, green is a great color, but you don't want to use it in certain paintings right Right. there's certain uh things that don't call for it so molasses and maple they have a very distinct taste so Mm -hmm. make sure that that's going to complement the recipe and not go whoa why is that maple right (laughs) (laughs) all right let's talk about dairy another thing that's pretty easy to substitute these days
1: okay so dairy milk is uh you can substitute one for one uh, plant milks, just about any plant milk I would say would work. Uh, so almond milk is a popular substitute. Soy milk, we we use more soy than uh, almond. But if you're allergic to soy, then you can use almond or you can use cashew or whatever whatever plant milk you want. Of course, if you're allergic to nuts, then you can use soy. Yeah, just a note on that. I would also say if with a lot
0: of company potlucks and things going on people bringing and things family. into the office just be sure to clearly label when you have these types of like soy or nuts in in the uh in the recipe because mm-hmm. people might not know and just assume there's dairy milk in it just right. make sure you put soy and nut allergy in
1: case yeah in case someone yeah. has an allergy exactly right so you know and you want to be sure to use the unsweetened variety when you're baking because most of these the commercially made uh nut milks have different varieties. They've got like a plain and a vanilla and a sweetened and an unsweetened and some have chocolate and i get the unsweetened. And that's what we drink too. I don't buy the sweetened and I don't buy the vanilla uh, for when we use it on cereal or, or anything like that. I just get the unsweetened.
0: That, that Cause that will really mess with your sugar control. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. And you know, it it's funny when you just said that, sweet. when you just said that, I just r- realized that. And I thought that's, never been it doesn't taste bad to me at all Uh, no
1: i can't in fact i can't imagine how sweet it would be you know sweetened or vanilla Mm -hmm. flavored
0: here's something interesting that i hadn't thought about but it makes perfect sense is that you're trying if you're trying to substitute buttermilk Mm -hmm. in a recipe add a tablespoon of lemon Mm -hmm. and one cup lemon juice i'm sorry yeah lemon juice and one uh, to one cup of the plant-based milk.
1: Or vinegar. You can do vinegar, too.
0: Or apple cider vinegar. Or apple cider yeah.
1: vinegar. Or, or just white vinegar. I've done... Yeah. All, I think I've done all three. I may not... Well, maybe not apple cider, but I know I've done the other two. And that's the way that I have did it in the past with dairy milk. You know, instead of buying uh, a thing of buttermilk, I would just use milk and then sour it with lemon juice or uh, vinegar.
0: Cool. All right. Well, we hope this has provided you with some vegan baking inspiration Please comment uh, on, you can go out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash 288 to leave us a comment with some of your favorite vegan baking tips or recipes we'd greatly appreciate that you can head out to our facebook page we have a public facing facebook page at facebook.com forward slash vegetarian zen and every time we release a new episode this episode will be coming out like i said december 23rd uh you can leave a comment for us there or like i said you can join our peas and carrots what up guys <laughs> at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen, where you will be hit up with three questions. Please answer all three questions. And I see all of those. And like I said, I automatically have to reject those that do not have answers to the questions because we want to make sure that we are not allowing in bots and spammers and all sorts of things going on these days right so. and if you just
1: have a th- heard a thump on the recording that was just uh, Ruthie stretching and knocking over some books on the bookshelf <laughs> <laughs> okay and as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast
0: if you head out to the peas you're part of the peas and carrots and you head out there you will find my question if you google or google <laughs> search wow if you search for episode 288 that post that I originally uh, asked the question about vegan baking tips will come up and you'll see some comments there also uh, I want to give a special shout out to DX Johnson who gave his very detailed I need a cookie recipe it looked really really good it was a lot of he took some time to really put some detail into this cookie recipe so I wanted to make sure to to uh, call attention to that and then to annie Sargent who provided a vegan cassoulet i guess it's cassoulet mm-hmm. uh recipe from epicurious.com it also looked very good
1: yum yep all right well thanks guys thanks for all of your suggestions and uh, uh we look forward to hearing all of your tips i
0: think that does it for this week until next time peace out bye
1: thanks for joining us today on vegetarian zen We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com.
0: Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.